The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Kool-Aid drinkers! We are back recording right after the fourth episode of Hard Knocks. That means there's one more, uh, but we want to get reactions to that. And, of course, all the cuts that occurred um, today. Cut day. It's a dark day in the NFL. A lot of guys losing their jobs. Um, but we finally get some clarity on what the Lions coaching staff um, thinks of their roster. And and uh, there's no more preseason games, and the season's really going to start kicking off now. It's Again, August oh, 30th, yeah. September is two days away. When we launch this, it'll be one day away. And, yeah, football season's in full swing. We had some college football games. There's that Dublin game with Nebraska and Northwestern. If you have followed the Big Ten at all, Nebraska, Scott Frost, for the 21st time in the 30 losses he's had there, they lost by a single <laughs> score. But anyways. Go Wildcats. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of Blue Kool-Aid crew. We got UJ. Hey, 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 everybody. Rod Dog. Yo. And Bob. Hello, hello. All right, gentlemen. So, uh, as I mentioned, cut day um, is here. And the Lions uh, made some interesting choices, although I, I wouldn't call them all surprising, per se. Um, no big ones, really. Yeah, no real big surprises, I don't think. But nonetheless... Um, I guess we can let, let's start at the wide receiver core, shall we? No, uh, no. Let's. Yes. <laughs> let's do this. So Lions I am ten dollars are... richer now. Yeah. I'm sure Trinity Benson yeah. sleeps better now knowing you got ten dollars out of his loss. But uh... March to the Hall <laughs> continues, baby. Yeah, Cephas made the roster, baby. Yes. No doubt in my mind. This... Anyway. <laughs> And some people thought he wasn't going to make it when we were going to take six. Yeah, guys. yeah, they took five receivers. That's what surprised me the most, I guess. That the number. Yeah, that did yeah. surprise me too. That is a bit surprising. Yeah. So no Trinity Benson, no Tom Kennedy, no Maurice Alexander, no Cleo Pimpleton. Um, but Cephas sticks around. He he survives the bubble cut. Uh, Red dog. Yep. <laughs> he thought he was on the bubble. That's the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting yeah. to see when uh, Jameson Williams comes back. Uh, if they decide to stick with six wide receivers or not, I'll be I will yeah. be intrigued by. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there'll be plenty of season to shake out by then. You know, who knows what the roster looks like as at large? Yeah, Cephas might be or, hurt by then. He's what Zach Paul we call a <laughs> China doll. You're so negative, Bob. <laughs> oh my I, god! I mean, <laughs> let's stop What did he do now. to you? Did he did he kick your puppy? What did he? Sorry, I lost ten dollars. That's all. Did he spit in your cheeseburger? <laughs> what what happened here? All right, let's move on. Well, they did make some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's move on, please. Um. So I I mean t Tom Kennedy getting cut hurts a little bit just because he played well in the preseason. Yeah. Again. Um. But he is limited <laughs> athletically and probably. Is I just I just want to say. Uh, said that part. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. What? Uh, they asked uh, Campbell. Uh, last week, I think it was. Uh, what do you think of uh, you know um, Kennedy? Is he's playing so great? And I was, he's reliable. It's just reliable. 
I go, and and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I really want Kenny to make the the team, but I could that is not a ringing endorsement to me. <laughs> With the way Campbell said it, and I'm just like, oh man, I, I, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, like, like I felt but like you knew. Anyway. He was describing Kennedy in particular when he was giving that speech to the whole team about the t- two groups of guys in hard yeah. knocks. You know, like the guy does everything like, right. Yeah, and, like yeah. that was Kennedy. Like he does everything right, including producing when the time count comes to it. Yeah, but you know, you're just like you can't keep a space for a guy who's tiny, not all that fast. Yeah, I think based on what he. Campbell was saying in that speech, I think Kennedy did everything he could. You know, it's just better yes, physical absolutely. ability. Uh, that, that right, right. And then, you know, as this team gets better and better, uh, we're going to see more cuts like that. You know, players that we like for whatever reason, you know. Because, you know, being a Lions fan over the years, we've grown to like players just as certain players because the team wasn't much to root for. <laughs> so we for had sure. to find solace in wherever we could. A guy we like. Oh, I like this guy. Yeah. You know, like True. the Zach Zenners of the world and people like that. But uh, we're actually getting some talent on this team. Plus, so it's it. easy as a fan <laughs> to just fall in love with that preseason production. You know, it's like, oh, look, at he's at least doing something, right? <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. And and it's a lot more exciting wide receiver core this year than we had coming in the last year, uh, for oh, sure. Man. DJ Shark, Reynolds, Amon Ross. Oh, yeah. Philippe Raymond. Oh, yeah. Quintez Cephas. For sure. For I like sure. how you put Cephas behind Raymond at the very end. Okay, okay, let, <laughs> let it go. Reading the awful list. I'll never let it go. Let it... <laughs> wow. Although Raymond was always safer than Cephas. But, um, anyways, uh, quarterback Tim yeah. Tim Boyle played horrendously um, against oh. Pittsburgh. It, and that was that was the ones. Yeah. Um, he played himself. That was horrible. Played himself it out of a job. I mean, if... really bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was just, uh, wow. Uh, so that that made their decision a lot easier, I would imagine. I'm kind of glad he did because I am kind of tired of watching him play. <laughs> it's just painful. Uh, how, about, how about on the sideline and uh, Hard Knocks saw Camel going, yeah, should we just should we put Blau into the ones down there? Yeah. Fucking just do it. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that was the yeah. end right there, man. He was pretty much yeah. done as soon as he was pulled, huh? I heard that somewhere else. But I mean, it makes sense, right? As soon as you're cut, you're pulled like that in that scenario, you're yeah. probably not on the team anymore, right? Like it's just you're not. You were, yeah, that bad. It was yeah. really interesting hearing his insights watching the game. By the way, that was. Let me ask you guys: How how hard do you think they're scouring the waiver wire for quarterbacks? I I think? I think they absolutely are, but I don't know if there's a lot of great ones out there either. So no, not at a least lot, Blau but... knows the system. Um, yeah, you know people respect him in the building. Jared Goff uh, gets along with him really well, which is important for like film sessions and stuff like that. So, yeah, it'd have to be a real obvious guy, like a real obvious upgrade, where you're just like, this guy's so much obviously better than David Blau that it's a no-brainer. Other than that, like if it's like a shades of difference where you think this guy might be better, I think you keep that continuity, that chemistry, and you know. Who knows what kind of magic he could capture in a successful season if, like, you know, golf went down for a few games. Yeah, didn't the uh, Cowboys cut both their backups? I think they're. I think so. Yeah, no backups. I think so. they did. There's a there's a few out there that are interesting now. Carson Strong from Nevada. Yeah, that was the one I was who, thinking. Who of. was originally considered a first round pick and fell. I think he was undrafted actually. Yeah, the only problem with him is I think he needs even more development because he's. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, no, I'm just saying there's interest. There's a few interesting Yeah, he'd be cheap. There. You know, he's like, he was undrafted. So he'd be real cheap. Yeah. But, and you're right. Yeah, anyway. the Cowboys did cut their, uh, all their backup quarterbacks. So. Who were they? <laughs> uh, Cooper Rush, Will Greer, and Ben DiNucci. Oh, yeah. Those guys totally get me excited to replace David Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anyway, I don't think this is any surprise here either. So. You know, someone made a good point, too. I heard somewhere else, I think it was like Woodward Sports or something. They said, you know, it doesn't really matter all that much. Like, we're getting hung up on the backup quarterback, but really when you consider it, like... Well, 90, it matters when you saw last year what happened. Like, uh, 90, yeah, but 90% of the teams in the NFL, maybe more, are screwed if their starting quarterback goes down. There's not a team... That's like, all why right, do, we're why ready. Why do we have to, to be just... the ninety percent though? I can't. I'm just saying, it's the vast majority, if not all teams, are pretty much screwed with the starting quarterbacks go down. I'm just saying, 
it's not a huge deal. Like, I don't remember. I remember Carson Wentz went down and uh, yeah, that's like the won a Super Bowl. Nick Bowles oh, yeah. was the exception. Yeah, but to the rule. He's yeah. the Jimmy G just got Jimmy Garoppolo just got paid a lot to be the backup quarterback. Uh, the yeah, Niners. I, yep. I um, see. Gardner I'm not Minch, saying they don't value it. Gardner Minshew is probably the most coveted backup in the NFL. You could probably start. On exactly. It's good to have one when you got a really good one, but yeah. like it, they're very rare. And like I'm saying, David Blau is not the worst we could do. And and like, I personally pointing out your upgrade. I mean it's an important argument still about the backup quarterback. It's the most important position in the sport. So no, but you got to look at backup quarterback. Yeah. You got to look at where the Lions were coming into the season. I'm glad they didn't spend any draft capital on a, another quarterback. Me too. And I, I am too. And I am too. you know going forward, you know they might find for Bailey Zappi. Yeah, but uh, you know <laughs> that's right. <laughs> But I don't know. I think they're they're doing the right thing right now in the quarterback position. Maybe next year they'll look at it differently. Yeah, I yeah, agree I'm fine with, with this. I still think they're on the you know they're looking long term. I know they want to win now, but I still think it's a long, long game they're playing. Absolutely. So, for sure. Um. So at running back, the Lions go with four guys: uh, DeAndre Swift, Bob Williams, Craig Reynolds, and then uh, Jamar Jefferson. Getting still yeah. sticking on the Very roster. Jamar Jefferson. How about that? Yeah. That was a little shocking to me. I thought Igu BK would make it. I thought Jefferson would be the odd man. A lot of people thought Justin Jackson uh, would be on there too. What do you? True. Well, he looked much more impressive and was more productive, I believe. Than Mm -hmm. what do you guys think? Like Campbell was looking for out of Jefferson in that game. I don't know how much you all saw, but like the freaking that one screen or draw play where he converted on third and seventeen. I'm wondering if that wasn't the play. That they were like, all right, this kid's in. Like he made that nice, some nice cuts, and you know, made a huge play and an important. You I'm know, sure that helps. I would think. Yeah. You know, I'm just because yeah. like I watched him also block really poorly in this game where he took on a block really high with bad technique and let the get let let up in pressure if not a sack. I can't remember, but I'm so I'm just curious because I was honestly I think a lot of people were surprised that ja- Jackson didn't make this roster over Jefferson based on their performances in these games. Like it seemed like he was fading and on the very edge of the bubble, but then like he passed like Igwebuki and Jackson at yeah. the end. That just seemed to be the impression from most of the press I was reading too. So I yeah. think there's like his ceiling as a running back. Uh, I, I I still think they think highly of him. I remember they drafted him. So yeah, uh, yeah. well, yeah. They I think Brad Holmes really likes keeping the guys that he's uh, drafted. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, but yeah. At least based they on how they vision for him. They and I was listening to Detroit Sports Radio today, and they they mentioned that draw play, the third and seventeen, and they said, as a Lions fan, don't we always give up that play? You know, like in <laughs> historically, <laughs> we think we have them held back, and then you're they right. do some oh, draw. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but fourth and yeah you're right 20 against the ravens it's, it's a new era though let's push that all in the past yeah it's a new we era. actually did that pretty successfully quite a bit last year the draw for conversions on third and long <laughs> uh so yeah definitely a surprise are running back uh but again that's the bottom of the roster uh yeah jamar, jamar jefferson uh you know but by, by all counts improved by on special teams so that probably helped his cause as well um yeah but I don't know. Maybe Justin. I bet Justin Jackson gets picked up somewhere else. That, that would I mean, he should put some good tape out there with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So tight end, no surprise. Hawkinson, Brock Wright, James Mitchell, Zane Silstra. Uh, Zilstra would probably play like H back as well as Brock Wright. Uh, while, while Jason Kimmel right. is on the pup list. Um. So no, no surprise there. So let's move to offensive line. Wait. What I thought they I thought they caught. Took, took oh, cut Devin! They cut Devin Funches, but I no, mean, yeah, I don't think a lot. You, of did you know. say Mitchell? Yeah, Mitchell's yeah, out. Said James Mitchell. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I thought he was kind of a surprise because I have not seen anything from him. Like, I don't think he's much of a surprise. Yeah, man, I don't though. think so. I mean, you think they're you just know. protecting their draft pick then? I do. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah, absolutely. Because I didn't see much of him in the. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, we don't see practice either. Well, they're not going to give up on him this soon, you know. I mean, they they just drafted the kid fairly high, and they're they're you know they're looking for him to do something. I don't think they're going to give up on him for a while. He's been so. practicing, right? Like, cause he yeah. came in with that injury and whatnot, right? Yeah, he's been practicing. I, don't know, I thought I was a little okay. Now this next group. All right, Z. so Decker, Jonah yes. Jackson, Ragnow, Big V, Sewell, then the backups: Matt Nelson, Evan Brown, 
Tommy Kraber and uh, there's this. I, I can't Stanberg. read. Can you help me read the last one, you Jay? Logan Stenberg. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. I, I I told you he was gonna make it. Hey, listen. I just gotta put pat myself on the back a little bit here, okay? Uh, I I put myself out there a little bit. I said Josh Woods and I said Logan Stenberg would make this team, and and a lot of naysayers said he wouldn't, and they did. <laughs> so, uh, you know, anyway, I think Stenberg was just looking really too good at at the last couple of games to to let him go. I think he's he's starting to come on come around. So uh, I was happy to see him make the team. Yeah, one of, one of the highest graded guards um, in the league in the preseason. Uh, a lot of it just comes from the run game. So. Yeah, you gotta love his upside with that massive style. Oh yeah, especially as a backup, oh, exactly. at least he can do one good thing. Like a lot of backups can't do one good thing at all, so True. he can be at least yeah. be a good run blocker and get some help. Hey. Oh, I, I, I gotta throw a props in here to Brad Behrman too. Okay, our our beat writer uh, sideline report. Okay, I, I read all these projections of rosters, you know, especially from from Pride and a couple other ones, you know, and and none of them. Okay, had Josh Woods. Or Stenberg making the squad. Brad Behrman picked those guys to make it. Okay, Behrman, I'm just telling you, he 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 went against the grain a little bit. He thinks for himself. He doesn't go with the crowd. <laughs> Props to you, Brad. Right. Way to go, way buddy. To way to way to go. Anyway, <laughs> I just had to throw did that. Did you out just there. compliment yourself by complimenting Brad Behrman? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Thank you. Well done. Stenberg's well really exciting, though. If you can ever. Uh, Fill out the pass protection part of his game. Uh, yeah. I mean, Big V's expensive next year too, uh, and, yeah. and the Lions can save a lot yeah. of money on the cap next year by cutting him. Perhaps uh, it would it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to see him develop and maybe into a starter. Yeah, the longer he sticks around and gets to keep doing his thing here, the better chance he develops into what we need him to be. So, just how much you love the this roster? Position. How much you love this group, though? I mean, it's oh, deep. I love it. It's good and it's deep too. It's, I like it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. That easy that means Obina Easy, easy of uh, and Dan Skipper, uh, do not make it to to. Uh, well, Easy obviously from Hard Knocks. Uh, and then Skipper has been around for a little bit on the Lions. Uh, yeah. On and off that, the practice squad. It hasn't been the same since he got back from Gilligan's Island. It's there you go. There's your last. Yeah, I had to throw it. All I want to say is Easy had to be an easy cut because. That boy oh. is offering baby shit. He was just getting whooped by Pittsburgh's, you know, backups. And I'm I like watching. I am sure I know Hard Knocks dramatized a little bit, but as an O lineman, it's offensive to watch your guy just like get beat up multiple times in a row. And that like lazy half like go down like don't even really try to pick him up thing. He just kind of like puts his hands on his back like, hey, I'm sorry, and then like he just gets up front. Like that's just so like oh it's cringy to watch for me as an O lineman, so I that eh, good cut right there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I don't think uh I don't think anybody expected him to make the roster. No, uh, I don't think so. Camp body. He does look uh like way behind and as far as technique, you know, from the rest oh, of the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Way behind. Way, like way behind. Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane, right? Massive yeah. body. Like if he developed and. Some toughness and you know actual grit. Who knows what you know? His I mean, he could, he could be a practice is. squad candidate, though. Uh, I mean, if they do see something in him, his upside future, might be huge. And he's terrible yeah. at telling yeah. jokes. The jokes and the joke and hard knock. <laughs> oh terrible. my god, it was brutal. It was, it was the jugular one or juggle? Yeah, it was no good. What are you doing? A bunch of clowns are attacking you. Go for the juggler. Yeah. I just don't oh. know if he'll ever develop the grit. For he didn't deliver thing. it well either. You had to deliver No, it. he didn't deliver it. He the gave them the now. transition of Pimpleton juggling, getting juggling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. That was your contribution. Watch, we'll see Pimpleton on America's Got Talent next year. I hope uh, so. I think he'll find, <laughs> he'd be a good practice squad. Yeah, I do. I think so too. He, Agree. His upside is there. Oh, yeah. He's just too raw still. But that, that drop at the goal line, I mean, that's what we yeah. saw in the, the practice film too. Uh, drops and practice. He could be a, well. yeah. a dangerous yeah. a little really... weapon in a, in a really solid offense. You know, just need a little change of pace guy out there. Right. I think it'd be good. Yeah. I really like the cold, hard reality of that, that last preseason game when, 
when Cam was saying, you know, all you can do is put these guys out there and give them a shot. Yes. Either do it or they don't. Like, like yeah. literally their their careers were coming down to like one play or one drop or right. one catch. And, you know, and, and it's so cold and hard. But, I mean, it's just the reality of it. it and it was kind of neat seeing that side of it. Absolutely. You know, how serious a business that is. I know it's a game and all that, but, man, it's serious business and a lot of money on the line. And, right. It's yeah, it's really serious. And can you imagine you're like getting close to these people for like a few months just to like have to be like, hey, yeah, better luck next year. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a lot of like the coaches said earlier too, they're they're auditioning for the rest of the NFL too, not just for the Lions. So yeah, you never know. And their openness and raw truth, I think, is is the way to go. You know, they don't they don't paint it up with sun signs and rainbows at all. Like. They keep reminding them of the actual reality they're facing. Yeah, I like the thing yeah. where they where they went around the coaching room and they like the position coach yes. and yeah. they list other guys yes. and the coordinator. And then we got to see Ben Johnson. Like, uh, yeah, thank you. Ben Johnson is crazy. Benny. They read the Ben yeah. Johnson sighting. He did get some yeah. lines in there. But I thought that was a cool <laughs> meeting to get to look in on, and we only got to see a little bit of it, kind of edited, but. It was. That was a really interesting. Movie. All those little quotes, like you're trying to guess who they're referring to, right? Yeah. But I'll tell you what. If I ever get fired from anything, I want Camel to fire me. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be awesome to be fired by. Well, him. we'll see it I next mean, week. What it's like to be fired by him. So. Yeah. I, I respect you, brother. You gotta, he just says all these great things. Like you feel good about yourself, even though you just got. <laughs> shit can you know like, what if okay we, like, what if he shocks us all and <laughs> I just get goes fired but i feel great goes completely opposite and it's just like <laughs> what's that run doug i said what if he just shocks us all and goes completely opposite and it's just like dude you were just like a total piece of shit while you were here and just fuck off won't happen won't happen <laughs> yeah i don't think that i know Come I'm on. Kidding. i think that's so off the chart who even thinks of stuff like oh that? My. oh my god i do yeah, obviously I, Oh, boy. All right. Def- questions and you know the answers to already. Okay. Defensive line, interior. Uh, Michael Brockers, Ali McNeil, Levi, and Uzurike still on there. Uh, okay. Isaiah Bugs and Demetrius Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Demetrius yeah. Taylor makes it as an undrafted rookie for agent, the only one to make the roster uh, with that elevation this year. Do you notice that kept it. our streak going for 13 seasons in a row? <laughs> the Detroit Lions have kept an undrafted. Rookie oh no, I didn't realize roster. that. No, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's crazy. I didn't either. That's awesome, actually. Another observation about this D line: there is only one man over three hundred pounds on this defensive line. Mm. Yeah, we were talking about and that. Lee McNeil. Yeah, like I think Penasini definitely would have made this roster. Oh yeah, the way it's made up. But uh, they they could probably use some blood in the pants. And in fact, this is one spot where I think I wouldn't be surprised. If we see a little bit of a move here, where we sign a like a nose tackle or something, but I like the explosive profile of this D line nonetheless. Hey, let me and speed will make up for. There lot. was uh, two things in Hard Knocks related to the defense. I just want to bring up real quick. Yeah, when yeah. when uh, in the game when when uh, Hutch is saying to Harris, he's like, you know, we're elite, man. We're elite, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that was good. Awesome. And then I like the one part where Dude. Campbell's just like walking you know during the game i don't know what was going on in the field he's like we've got a defense like he's like he's like, yeah yes. it's like he's we have it. one you know like he's like yeah we're, this is that working what too, we're doing yeah so that's awesome that was encouraging stuff that was there. awesome exciting but i i mean I, on the hutch thing just for a second though i mean I, I can't help but keep marveling at this guy his his effort sheer effort when they did that scene with the the long practice of hitting and all that stuff, and he's like, "My legs, man!" Oh yeah, he's like, yeah, I, get, "I got nothing." My legs. And he, they're giving it all, man. I mean, they're putting it all out there. And Hutch is, wow. Yeah, yeah I, I was mean, a little disappointed. He showed weakness there, complaining about his legs. <laughs> I mean, he gave it all, brother. No, it That's was what awesome. It's all about. It was really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. He anyway, he just he, continued to like be everything we thought he could be and more so it's just awesome yeah when he was john with the pittsburgh guy after, and i think it was the first play of the game was like, yeah. oh i almost got you man, yeah, oh, man. Yeah. okay <laughs> yeah right it's funny he's a rookie all right yeah. this is great oh yeah this this guy so is great he's right at home in the league he's gonna be great though kind of like sewell was last year jaw jacking you know with aaron donald and stuff like oh yeah those guys those guys transition so naturally they're already 
you know, they're still amongst the cream of the crop, even as they make the transition to the next level. Did you see Aaron Donald yeah. uh, in the joint practice of the Bengals last week? Yeah. Uh, swinging no, two what? helmets at Bengals players? Yeah. He did what? Yeah. He had two helmets in his hand and was swinging them at the players. <laughs> but he yeah. pulled a Miles Garrett? Yeah, but he won't, get sus- he won't get suspended. It, it's just a weird... It, it's a weird. Uh... <laughs> it's because he's Aaron fucking Donald. <laughs> you don't suspend the best player in de- on the defensive side of the ball in the entire NFL. They should, though. I mean, Miles yeah, Garrett's probably. in the top five, probably. So. Yeah, but he's not the one. <laughs> no, that's should, crazy. Though. Wait, like, so, like, was one was his helmet. Where did he get the other? No, no, no. They're both Bengals helmets. Yeah, they're both Bengals helmets. <laughs> oh, that's even better. There's, like, like this photo like of him, like. he took their helmets? There's him in, like, this, like, in, like offensive, like, he's his knees are bent, his arms are back, and he's holding the two helmets, like, looking like he's going to go to war, and, like, the rest of the. Yeah. There's like 30 people around him. It looks like he's in a battle. It was actually a really good that. photo by whoever took it. Yeah, it's and amazing. the Bengals' heads are still in it. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's, that's the thing. Anyways, interior defense yeah. line. The two cuts were Deshaun Cornell, uh, late round draft pick who's been hanging around lines for a while. He looks uh, he he looked promising early. I thought in he camp, would, but <clears throat> but released and Bruce Hector, another guy that stuck around for a little bit. Um, yeah, he yeah. put up a valiant effort. Ed Rusher. Aiden Hutchinson, obviously, Charles Harris. Julian Aquara is still sticking around, although we haven't seen much of him at all on the offseason. Still hurt. Uh-huh. Austin Bryant, uh, who that's someone to get really excited about. And then John, John Kaminsky. Yeah. Last edge rusher. James Houston and Eric Banks get cut. James Houston, uh, some thought maybe he could make it, but uh, alas, he did not. Yeah. But a decent edge rusher group, obviously, two starters, and then Austin Bryant, Aquara. We'll see if something can come of him. Uh, yeah, I mean Romeo Aquara too. I, keep, I haven't mentioned, but he's on the. Uh, I keep the hearing list for now. Isn't Julian being cross trained at like linebacker too or something? He's being, I believe, he's being like trained as like a, a Sam or something. Like a yeah, he played some linebacker keep, last year, didn't he? Yeah, like they're cross training him. So I'm yeah. very curious to see how they're going to use guys like him and how this defense is going to like. I know they're a four-three base now, but this isn't going to be, you know, Jim Schwartz's wide nine, all obvious four down linemen, three linebackers. Like this, this team has a lot of versatility, so I'm very curious to see how they use some of our more versatile pieces. Like we already got a glimpse of how they moved Hutch up and down the line during, you know, the preseason, and that's going to have some, I think, tremendous results. You know, inside those quicks, but. It's just going to be really interesting to see what they do with some of their more versatile pieces. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting, uh, you know, you, you, he's got to be out there, though. No? He's got to be healthy at some point, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they sure. think he'll what be is back. What is with the acquire? Some in the blood, you know, injury prone. They think he'll be back for game what? one, so they're saying. So. Julian Aquara? Yeah, Julian. And supposedly, hmm. he should be back for, for the Philly. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what they're saying, but uh, we don't know. If he is, for sure. we might not see too much of him. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm also thinking... curious about Anzarike. Anzarike, mm. however you say it. I got a bad feeling about that one. Uh, just everything you read, just, it just doesn't sound like he's going to be coming back soon. I wouldn't even be surprised to see him going to Pup or something and make a roster move, well, that's bring in thing. another like, tackle somewhere. He's on, not on an injury <clears throat> spot right now. Well, I mean. I thought they said he might no play needs. the first game. Amuse? Yeah. Rike? Yeah. So there's some I'm interesting not, I'm not language. Getting, where are you hearing that, though, I'm, Bob? Because uh, I, I, I haven't have seen friends, that. So. Disregard it. There's some, okay. There's some interesting language to unpack around his the nature of his injury because apparently him not practicing isn't because he's experienced setbacks, according to Dan Campbell, but because he's just his progress is slow. So He's still on track. He hasn't been set back. Yeah. His injury is on course. So maybe they're just handling with kid gloves to make sure he's 100% ready, not unlike, you know, where Jameson is, but he's closer to being ready than Jameson is, obviously. Right. So, the point is he's not going to be out there in the beginning. I don't and, know. And they're who knows how long. He might show up sooner than that, <clears> but the well, point is he's on a trajectory. It hasn't been set back. It's close. So I'm I think that's a distinction worthy of note. And the fact that he's on the active 53-man roster suggests that, I mean, you don't keep a guy on a roster if you don't expect him to contribute 
soon. Like, well, there's I, injuries and stuff. There's designations. Well, there, he was a high draft pick. It's his second year. That I mean, there's no way he's not making the team. I mean, he's talent. He's too talented to let go. Yeah, I mean, I know injury the injury thing. Are they maxed out or something? Can they not put him on IR or pup? They obviously kind of expect him to come back if they if he's yeah if he's yeah, on the fifty two. Uh, we just have to see how it plays out. I just don't see him playing the beginning of the season though, personally. Hey guys, can I yeah, not, okay. can I just throw in a quick aside here because uh, talking about uh, valuable draft pick. Did you guys see Alex Leatherwood got released? He was the yeah, former uh, first-round draft pick of last year, right? Yeah. With the Raiders. Yeah, with the Raiders. I, I know you did like him coming out of college, right? Leatherwood, but uh, he was not making it. Wouldn't be a bad backup, although, uh, you know. But he was terrible, terrible he? in the preseason, I guess. Oh, yeah, he was horrible. Yeah. What is he? <laughs> He's a lineman. Who's Leatherwood? You guys are just, I don't know who you're talking about. What is, position does he, he play? What you Z? What position does he play? I'm I'm confirming. I believe. Yeah, he's uh he's a tackle with the. Uh, oh okay, Leatherwood. Oh okay, it's from. That. Yeah, he's a first round draft pick with the Raiders last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a tackle. Yeah, and he I guess he's like a revolving door from the. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to take shots on guys like he's that. Six right five now. three twelve. Um. Yeah, you'd certainly but, uh, you'd certainly wait till he clears waivers uh, if you wanted to take a shot on a Mike Mayock draft pick. Uh, which has <laughs> not oh. turned out well at all. Yeah, you can go back to making a draft <laughs> list that'll no longer be respected. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. What's next? So next group, uh, linebacker, Anzalone, yeah. Derek Barnes, Rodrigo, Chris Board, and Josh Woods. Uh, the two yeah. cuts, Rod Davis. So we no longer have to talk about him anymore. And uh, Anthony Pittman. I'd just you like know. to address that I misspoke based on um, well something I misheard last podcast that when I said that Josh Woods was cut already. <laughs> it was someone else I was talking about, but obviously he is not cut. Hmm. I think the right, slight but... surprise there was Pittman, though, because a lot of people thought Pittman was going to be making this roster. Mm-hmm. So I, if there's any surprise there, I think that'd be it. But man, uh, and the Hard Knock, I mean, the star of Hard Knocks is probably Malcolm Rodriguez. Uh, oh, without a doubt, this year, guys, no brainer. And he's got that, well, we- he's got that weird, like he's always smiling face. Uh, kind of yeah, reminds me of Sean Williams Scott, like that, like weird energy and that like, <laughs> intensity. He'll be a great like assassin in movies or something like that. He's smiling, yeah, like, <laughs> like kills you, you know. Like he just, he just, his little brother he, looks like he's yak too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a spitting image of him. And uh, I mean, they showed him in this game, uh, filling the hole, uh, doing his job. Yeah. It's exciting. Uh, the thing is, I feel more comfortable. I already think he's gonna. I already feel more reliable with him in there than Alex Anzalone in <laughs> filling gaps and making tackles. I I, I I agree with that. It's hard to disagree. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then on the hard to disagree, plus yeah. side in that locker room too, I think uh, Derek Barnes is trending in the right direction. The way mm-hmm. he came out at the end, yes. yes. So he might yes. actually be the guy we think he is, you know. So we wanted him to be. So that would be awesome. I really noticed him on a couple of plays there, Bob, during the game where he came in the backfield and made some run stops solo. Yes. Solo so th- that would be exciting to have two young linebackers that were able to oh, playing really well. Plus, he likes that band ABCD. Yeah. Did you see that at the end of Hard Knocks? No, oh, oh, the whiplash <laughs> from the band. He's. He says, "Yeah, you know the song is is ACDC or something, and part of ABCD or something." Uh, very, very. And I didn't see that part. Rodrigo's Rodrigo's laughing at him like, "Hey, man, you hear what he just said? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I don't listen to rock." <laughs> so Bar- Barnes, is, I don't know. I just love that little shit in the sound. Um, yeah, so, those funny. two, I th- I really like them as like kind of staples for our future, which is why I almost feel like. Anzalone and Board are kind of competing for that other spot in a way. Well, I think Anzalone's going to play a ton, but I think Board... No, I think he's going to have... Yeah. He has the inside edge, but if he's missing tackles like he was last year, I just don't see how... And if Board you know, can play better, but like the thing is, he has to improve. He's been given a benefit of the doubt thus far. Like I, like, I really do like a lot about him, but he can't be missing tackles at the rate he did last year. That just would not be acceptable. I th- has anybody really seen what board is offered? I, I mean, it really knows well, it. Not a whole lot. I think what he offers the most is special teams. I think that's where we're going to see him the most effective. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, that's where he made his name. He's been, but, he, but he's supposed to be on like a development trajectory to be playing some significant defense at this point. Yeah, in career. but Rodrigo passed him. I think Board's going to be doing special teams. And he passed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so what a what a gem that pick was. Oh yeah. So. I'm so curious to see him play. Like, yeah, I, I think Anzalone's here for one more year, then they go out and uh, maybe in free agency get like an elite linebacker to compliment Barnes. And, uh, oh, you're just trying to make me feel good. Man, that sounds awesome. Well, here's the thing: Anzalone <laughs> has a chance this year. Anzalone, if Anzalone like turns his hustle into to true production, like, hey man, he's got the potential. He just has to put it all together. Yeah, I like his hustle. I like his energy on the field. But yeah, like last year, just too many missed tackles and such. Yeah, he has to work on that. Hopefully, he and he has. claims this scheme is going to help him with that because of the attacking nature. He says that helped eliminate some of those mishaps. That like, yeah, he doesn't hey, stop man, and I think. Hope it works. He just, just react and move. Just go right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, the so two more position groups: cornerback and safety. So cornerback: Awarie Akuda, Will Harris, Bobby Price, Mike Hughes, and Chase Lucas. So that means cut. Is Cedric Boswell, AJ Parker, Jerry Jacobs, Savion Smith, and Mark Gilbert. So some people Jerry thought Jacobs is protected. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, moving a reserve pup. Uh, yeah, fair. Um, say, don't be scaring me like that. Jerry's coming back. Yeah. Some people I thought mean, Savion Smith had a shot at the roster and AJ it Parker, nice but alas, AJ Parker contributor last year. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that was one of the more surprising Parker. ones. Parker. Probably yeah, the biggest Parker surprise in the whole cuts for me. And Parker? Yeah. He showed some real promise last year as an undrafted mm-hmm. guy. Like He did. He did. I would imagine Chase Lucas. Uh, you know, oh, he looks so promising. Oh, yeah. And and then I don't know. It's since the last pot, I think, but uh, that Okuda is the starter, which is cool. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and and I'm really glad to see that. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the draft pick at the time, and, uh, and obviously he's been through a lot, and hasn't shown anything, but I'm I'm happy for him and I'm happy for the team. If he comes out and plays like he's supposed to, then this is going to be a bonus for this team. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. Yeah, that's the nature of being so, a fan, right? Like you, you can be down on the pick, but that doesn't mean you're not like yearning for it to succeed, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, right. I wanted, right. I didn't think he was the right guy, but man, I really hope he turns into every bit of what you would hoped it for at number three. And Hey, the yeah. fact that he's out there fighting, competing is just so encouraging. Because, I, I mean, the thing about him, I think, is like he's supposed to be a pretty cerebral guy, right? And maybe he never turns into that lockdown. But if he can just be like a real tough, brainy cornerback that makes plays out there, that would be that would be really awesome. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, it, it sucks to um, see AJ Parker go, but that's okay. I, I am excited about uh, Lucas. Um, yeah, me too. He's so scrappy. Yeah, yeah. He he seems to be around the ball a lot. You know, he's a guy that just has a nose for the right. ball. Uh, he got the onside kick in that last game too. Uh, I like the you know taking the knee, accepting the ball from the ref. I thought that was <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> hey, can I keep the ball? Can I keep it, man? <laughs> Honestly, the one thing percentage. happened what last week though when he jumped that route that got me. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, the ball. Like, ball, yeah. <laughs> He's on defense. No, but I think his upside is too huge to let him go. I oh, mean, yeah. even if he, even if he's just a rookie going through some pains, but I think he's going to grow into something good with this team. So, and you know, perhaps AJ Parker gets cut because they went uh, deep at safety. Tracy Walker, Elliot, Deshaun Elliot, uh, Ify, Melfonwu, Kirby Joseph, and Juju Hughes. Uh, they cut CJ Moore. Yeah. yeah. Um, CJ Moore is a guy that's kind of been around. Uh, like a special teams contributor emergency. Yeah. Fill in past couple of years so yeah i don't know i kind of read that along with sort of like the you know kennedy cut is they're not just looking for old reliable they're looking for something more they're looking for dangerous they're looking for you know something that's gonna really just something gritty powerful explosive and you know that's why i think they're moving on from guys like that because they're reliable, they're sturdy, but they're not necessarily producing the upside. That's actually a good point. The young I think. guys and some of these They're looking guys. for something, yeah, something above and beyond reliable and safe. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it's a very good point. Yeah, I think last year reliable gets you on the roster, but now they're 
We're a little better this year. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No doubt. No doubt. And then uh, Jack Fox, Bunner, obviously, Scott Daly, long snapper, and Austin Siebert wins the kicking job, uh, unsurprisingly. Is this year two oh. of the Scott Daly, um, uh, you know, career, 20 year career, mm-hmm. whatever? Uh, <laughs> is there a long oh, snapper? Yeah. Hey, I don't John know. Mulbach, Jr. Yeah. yeah, the next, the Muleback Award <laughs> for the. I don't know. I mean, until it's time for him to get a new contract, perhaps. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think it seems like by cutting Mulbeck, the Lions believe, like, all right, let's get a little cheaper at long snapper since a lot of people can long snap. It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to spend a million dollars here, but we can spend $500,000. Yeah. Cutting Don Mulbeck is a sign that the Lions are no longer going to be marked by their most interesting position being their long snapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also true. <laughs> Very true. Very true. <laughs> Uh, so that's a 53-man roster. Uh, as of now, you know, some things change. Like somebody gets cut and uh, they drop one of these guys and sign that person. But that's how it stands right yeah. now, at least. Uh, so so generally, uh, I just as a general question to you guys, uh, are you fairly happy with the 53-man roster after everything we've seen this preseason? Yeah, I'd say I am. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I my predictions came true, but I mean, they kept the guys I like. But besides that, like everyone they kept is exciting to, for some reason or another, and you know, they cut some tough ones. But I mean, this roster looks exciting and ready to make something happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited too. I think, I think we're gonna see improvement on both sides of the ball. So I'm, I'm hyped for this mm-hmm. team. I agree. Oh yeah, you know we drink the Kool Aid here, UJ. <laughs> We're excited about the decisions that they make. Yeah, we drink the Kool Aid, man. We I drink a lot of Kool Aid. Honestly, the hardest. Cut I have a problem. Is, so I'm just glad think, that didn't happen. I think I have a problem. <laughs> yeah, a Kool Aid problem. All right, 53 man roster. Uh, so let's let's move to uh, some hard okay. knocks. Uh, just a few things. Uh, I, <laughs> The first thing I noted was that I just thought it was cool. Like Campbell has this sheet of white that comes down over his wall yeah, yeah, where he has yeah, the yeah, roster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How cool is that? How cool is that? Yeah, it stuck out to me. This is top secret <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, that was cool. I thought that was funny. Um, we finally got to see uh, the player run practice. I don't know if we got all of yeah. what we wanted to see out of that. But, uh, yeah. Well, that- wasn't the yeah, most was... photographic thing, I guess. Yeah, Jared, the Jared Goff comments were funny, though. Like, he said who... Finally seeing him. He's coaches. Yeah, so he sorry was... Sorry for swearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody's Tracy cursing Walker. all over this show. <laughs> hey, Tracy Walker sticking the card in his pants. Hey, look like Coach now. I look like Coach. <laughs> <Yeah>. huh? <laughs> hey, just a little bit on Goff here, since you brought him up. UJ, I want to bring this up for in part because... In all those nice slow motion shots, did you notice anything about? Yeah, that? he threw spirals. Uh huh. Yes, I noticed. Oh, and it was, was beautiful to throw. He was throwing a lot of spirals. Am I missing something here? Well, well, because last year, go ahead. You how know. often did he throw a spiral last year in the season? Like uh, hardly ever. No. Yeah, he threw wobblers hey, all the time. This is a UJ thing. A lot of spirals. This yeah, is true. a UJ thing. He loves he loves the aesthetics of the spiral, and who can blame? Oh, him? I do. You should have been rooting harder so, for Tim Boyle. He like you spiral. know, he loved that about Stafford. I love this spiral. Like we were losing something with Stafford, yeah. but like, like, and I grant hey, it. You know, Stafford threw the more, best spiral. Uh, I mean, in the history, yeah, I say the wobblier, wobblier the better. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, all I'm saying is golf was throwing some damn tight spirals. Oh yeah, they look. He was. He was dropping some dimes, man. He looks so confident. I'm just, oh. I'm so excited to see what he's gonna do this year. And they better keep him healthy, man. They better keep. I him love hearing yeah. that behind I like the, the way scenes. They coach, talk. they're trying to tailor the game to him too, which is yes, gonna be awesome. Yes, I'm excited to see it. <laughs> yes, Ben Johnson is, is in the Stafford sighting. Was this close to ben getting Johnson handed this kind it was interesting of like, to see a couple of players come. When St. Brown caught that touchdown pass, and he goes, "Hey, you're genius, go, you're genius, Ben." Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like that, you know. So obviously they respect was, what he's doing. In the back of mind, like they don't know real genius. They didn't meet Matt. Pat- they haven't met Matt Patricia yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Who is now the offensive coordinator for yeah. the Patriots? Uh undetermined. Uh, and then it's like 
<laughs> he's not officially an offensive yeah, they coordinator. Put, they put oh, him and Joe God. Judge in charge of the offense, ah. and they look hapless, apparently. Two disgraced head coaches. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they look like worse it's... now with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, oh, it's really God. bizarre. Um, but anyways, uh, Craig Reynolds, uh, I, th- I thought it was funny. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell saying, like, that guy looks like Craig Reynolds. Greg Reynolds' dad. So. Yeah, that was good too. <laughs> they do that look funny, similar. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, they definitely resemble each other for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, besides everything else that we mentioned during our discussion, was there anything else from Hard Knocks that caught your uh, attention? I did want. There was one thing that was not Hard Knocks related. Uh, during this game, uh, there was like a great block by five of the offensive linemen in this week. Um, yes, I, I retweeted on our Twitter account too at Drinking Lions. But uh, someone was breaking down. Uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. He breaks down offensive line film. Baldinger, and, whatever. Bald. Yeah, yes, thank you. Right. Uh, and everybody mauls their guys off the line. Who's the one guy that doesn't make their block Hawkinson. on the backside? TJ yeah, Hawkinson cost them probably a thirty yard, forty yard run. Um, yeah. but they blew that upsetting. Pittsburgh line back five yards. It was incredible. You're right, Z. It's upsetting. I, I, I you know, TJ Hawkins supposed to be, the, I mean, that was TJ Watt, but I mean, TJ Hawkins supposed to be, this is what he's supposed to be good at, blocking. <laughs> and uh, it's it's still frustrating to see that he's. He will be. Don't worry about it. Talent. It's coming this year. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. I hope, I hope so. I hope you're right. It just, it, it caught my eye uh, this week. I haven't been able to see. Yeah. It. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Anyways, uh, any other last uh, comments? Yeah. Just one thing. I mean, I I like this. I love the behind the scenes stuff. And I love the getting the personalities of the players when they had the uh, the the food trucks come out. Yep. And uh and Aleem go chop the tail, man. Chop the tail. I eat that. He was. It was just funny. Even meat. Yeah. What is it? I thought that part was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought we'd be seeing a little more of him actually because he's known as a pretty big personality on the team. Uh, a lot of oh, what, one other question, Big Z. You know the answer to this. Mm. Where's Catstown? Mm. Oh, you know, Cutstown, uh, is that Pennsylvania? Cutstown? It's somewhere in Pennsylvania. Cutstown. Cutstown. Yeah, what the hell is that? Uh, it's north of Philadelphia. It looks like by a it's that place where uh, a few hours okay. Okay. Al- outside from, right? Allentown, Pennsylvania. That's probably looks like the next major city. Okay, um, I'm just curious about that. I I didn't look it up, but I just I had never even heard of the place. It's about it looks like four hours northwest of of Philadelphia, and um, yeah, they also have a Chick Fil A in Kutztown, so. <laughs> that is good to know. Well, that's good to know. So it's their most notable feature. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I don't know. Anything. It was just. I, I. I just will say one more thing about the uh, hard knocks. Just the how the moods changed since episode one when it was it was more of a frolic and it was fun and like, laughing. And this it took a real somber tone today. Oh, I mean. When, yeah. when, as you're getting down toward the the cuts here, and, oh yeah, you know, the, just the whole tone is like it's so different now, so different. Yeah, they cut about thirty guys off the roster. Thirty guys lose their job. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a little hard to be all like, you know, kumbaya <laughs> guys that you're like about to tell their job is gone. <laughs> That's got to be tough, for sure. All right, so I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, All right. So we have one more Hard Knocks episode, but really then, uh, coming up, we have our season predictions and then yeah. uh, game one preview against the Eagles. That's yeah, where we're at. Baby. Is, is that All part right. of the season? Woo-hoo! Oh, it's man. coming. It drink the Kool-Aid, people. Drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> it's here. Uh, so Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts. Um, posting on there. Uh, so thoughts on the roster cuts. Uh, what do you think of the Lions roster as it stands coming in this season? Get all your get all, all your thoughts. Um, again, that's at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid on Instagram and at Drinking Lions on Twitter. Uh, thank you to SidelineReport.com for hosting the podcast. 
in addition, uh, so you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get the podcast. We really appreciate Kid that. Jay. And thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. We love you, buddy. Um, so a lot of exciting stuff, uh, but preseason is over, that nonsense. And now we can get to the real stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Predictions um, and, you know, real games, uh, real stakes. Oh, yeah. So, the rubber hits the road. Yep. Uh, we got Labor Day this weekend. So if you're out there traveling this weekend, please be safe. We want you around uh, <laughs> you know, for a long time. So be safe. <laughs> and have All right. Yourself. All right. <laughs> Thanks for that public service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right. And on that note. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And let's... <laughs> and let's... <laughs> And last but not least, as always, go go forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go, Go. Lions! Hey, we did it! We did it! All right, all right. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.